0: All right, so I'm review 45. What a time to be alive! We're going to answer a couple more questions from our free event earlier this year, which was called the 200. Uh, We just hosted a large free event where we wanted anyone who was still at university to come along, and we just did three hours of almost a mini version of our one-day course. Something to give back. Something to give back to students. Um, and something a little more accessible. And at the end of the day, we just opened it up to questions on Menti. And so all these questions came through and we didn't quite get to answering all of them. So I thought I would go through a few. Uh, bit of housekeeping. Follow us on Instagram, please. Uh, share the love there. We are starting to get more active on that platform. Mainly we've been on a Facebook group, uh, but we'll see how Instagram goes. And our one day course is coming up. Next week in Sydney, Sunday, the 25th of August, starting at 9am, we'll be at CQU, awesome uh, university venue with good facilities. So I'm excited about that. Uh, if you've got any questions about the course, get in touch, tell you what we do and how we go about it. The first question, should I take courses and workshops for professional development before applying for jobs? We'll just focus on soft skills like communication and building rapport. Good, good question. Um, hmm. I think a couple of courses are really good to do or good good to do if you haven't got any experience yet. I really like uh, Mulligan's course. Just gets you used to putting your hands on patients, feeling for joints and where you are in space and getting a patient to move whilst you apply some manual therapy. And with the shift away from you know, changing fascia, loosening muscles. um, And when we do manual therapy, wanting to be more empowering, I still think Mulligans is a good course to do. Just gets you confident with your hand placement. It gets the patient moving whilst you're doing manual therapy rather than just passive manual therapy. So I like that. Uh, Should you focus on communication? Absolutely. I tell anyone I can tell to join Vin Zhang's group called The Stage. It's a Facebook group you pay $50 and you go through five modules that will have you working on the five elements of good communication. And everyone I know who has done that online at their own speed has come out the other end a better communicator and, most important thing, more self-aware of the things they'll need to do to be able to get good messages across. Uh, The last thing I would touch on that is should I take courses and workshops before I start. If you haven't done or are not confident with good strengthening, I would seek out a strengthening course. Um, A lot of our physios had done exercise science and then physio, and it made me realize how good and how grounded we were at doing exercise mid and end stage. But for those of you who are just coming from undergrad physio, I would seek out a really good strengthening course or something that maps strengthening uh, across a few conditions. So... You've got a few there, Mulligans, Strengthening, and Communication, you can absolutely do now. Anything more technical than that, I think it's, it's good to have six months of experience up your sleeve. And I only really recommend doing one or two technical courses a year. And then you need to go away, revise it, read it, try, try it, fail at it, and try it again. And then you'd be ready for your next course. So good question. Uh, where are we? I'm only going to keep this short, sharp, and shiny, so I'll probably answer two more questions. Uh, as an employer, how do you go about discussing mistakes made by new grad, new grads, uh, and how should we expect critical feedback? It's a really interesting journey uh, about Radical Candor, which is, uh, if you go to YouTube and type in Radical Candor, there's a 14-minute TED Talk by a lady called Kim Scott, and Kim worked at uh, Google and Amazon and Apple, And she just noticed what these great companies did as far as communication. And she kind of developed a real simple quadrant uh, of good communication, the one quadrant of good communication she would call radical candor, which is basically being honest and direct without being aggressive, but also without being too empathetic and not telling the truth. So, this is a skill that not many people have. And uh, having the privilege of working in the clinic mastery community, with over a hundred business owners, we see that one, not many business owners or employers have this skill yet. And two, uh, certainly young new grads don't have this skill. And it's no one's fault. It's just, we've never been taught how to give and receive good feedback effectively and, and how to apply healthy conflict. And the best way to do that is watch radical candor. For example, um, I just think you have to be direct and you have to do it at the time. A lot of, I think the mistake I certainly made is like, I would notice mistakes, notice mistakes, notice mistakes, and then bring them all up at the quarterly review, in which case it's too late. It can't be rectified and it feels like a dump and uh, those, the person on the other end of that doesn't feel real good. So it's much better that when you notice things could be done better to just do it instantly, immediately. You have to go through a bit of a process of both parties getting comfortable with that and getting permission to do that as a company. It's really tricky. Uh, so it's a great question. As an employer, how do you go about discussing mistakes made by new grads? And yes, you should expect critical feedback, and it's going to come fast and thick for about two years. And it's that's why it's hard. That's it's why it is harder. I've said this before. It, you know predominantly the stuff you learn at uni is so you are safe, but it's not super pragmatic about how we might actually be healthy, happy, or fulfilled clinicians. You've got the realities of a pay model, which usually means you have to be busy. You don't know how to get busy. Uh, On average, new grads PVA will be around two or three, which means you see someone two or three times. And we've discussed before, uh, there's no way you're getting quality outcomes uh, if you're seeing someone two or three times, certainly not in a private active clientele base with say back pain or a hamstring tear or an ankle sprain. So um, it is tough and and the feedback's probably the hardest thing because you'll make a lot of mis- mistakes for two years and you have to be comfortable with that. All right, I'm going to do one more and I'll try and wrap this up inside 10. What were the first steps you took towards starting your own practice? Ooh, probably not one for the young health professional, but uh, the first steps, the first steps were discussing with my employer that um, something that was on my mind. I was three years out, and um, we started looking. I think the first step is you start looking for a space. Uh, went to a party, ran into my business partner. He said he was thinking about doing the same thing, and uh, he called me the next day and said, "Are you still serious?" I said yes. Let's do it. Uh, so we started looking. We started looking at places where we had networks. So Roselle was where my business partner, DK, uh, was grounded. And, and we looked in Roselle and we were looking at Sutherland, which is where I was. Um, so that's the first step. Uh, the second step be getting a lease. And once you've got the lease, you put your signage up real quick, even before you fit out. It's good to get some walk-by traffic. What else can I give you? Write down every single person you know sport club affiliation shop, cousins, brothers, uncles, anything you can think of. Anyone in that area, uh, put it out on social media as much as you can. People really do help people who are starting a small business. So you got to really leverage that by writing down some giant lists of people that you know. Uh, And then hustle. The, The first six to 12 months is really about being out of your clinic, meeting as many shops and business owners and sport clubs and gyms as you possibly can. And uh, once you've got that first 40 to 50 clients, you're away. So good, good question. I'll, um, I'll wrap it up. There's, there's probably a good eight to 10 more of these questions. So I'll sprinkle these shorter, sharp, shiny episodes in the next five or six. Thank you guys. Get in touch if you are interested in our one-day course coming up. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram. We'll talk soon.